All right, welcome back to our systematic theology study. We are on number 12, incommunicable attributes. Last time we looked at three in person. Next time we'll look at the communicable <coughs> attributes. Um, this time we're going to, I'm going to read an article I looked up that I think is helpful for our study. Um, it came from Ligonier, um, so we're sticking with our Dr. Sproul theme here, but I'm going to read through it, but there's uh, three different Bible verses we're going to look at as we go through it. Um, so I'm going to have each one of you uh, look up one and read it when we get there. Uh, Arthur, if you will look up Acts 17, verse 28. Uh, Laurel, if you'll look up Hebrews 1, 3. Misty, if you'll look at Psalm uh, 147, 5. I'll give you just a moment, and we'll read through this together, and then we'll watch our video and come back and do our usual review and questions. All right, you got your verses? All right, God's oneness, we have seen, pertains to his essence. There is only one divine essence, monotheism, not many individual divine essences, polytheism. Christian monotheism states that there are three persons who fully share this one essence. Nevertheless, there is only one divine being. This being is characterized by attributes that define who God is and what he does. Just as we have different attributes such as eye color, talents, and personality traits, that make us who we are, God has attributes that make him who he is. Let us keep a few things in mind as we discuss the divine attributes. First, we differentiate between the attributes of the Lord, but we cannot speak of these attributes in true isolation from one another. God is a simple being, meaning he is not divisible into parts. Our creator is not one part holy, one part love, one part just, and so on. If we could take away any of the Lord's attributes, we would no longer have God. Practically speaking, this means that our Creator does not, indeed, He cannot, set aside any of His attributes. Thus, God's love does not compromise His holiness. Instead, it is a holy love, a just love, an eternal love, God's justice is a holy justice, a loving justice, an omnipotent justice. The atonement marvelously reveals divine simplicity. God does not show mercy at the expense of his justice. In forgiving us, the Lord exercises a merciful justice. He executes his just wrath on our sin, but he does so in Christ, and we receive the mercy of his forgiveness. We must also note the distinction between God's incommunicable attributes and his communicable attributes. God alone possesses what we refer to as his incommunicable attributes, but he shares or communicates his communicable attributes to us. Scripture reveals several incommunicable attributes of our Creator. Unlike creatures, God is self-existent. He depends on nothing outside of himself for his existence, but everything he has created depends on him for its being. Let's read Acts 17.28. Read it. For in him we live and move 
and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. The Lord sustains everything that he has made, upholding the world by the word of his power. Hebrews 1.3 He is the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purifications for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. We could blink out of existence and the universe would go on. If God were to cease to exist, everything else would cease to exist as well. This attribute of self-existence is also known as divine aseity. Divine affinity is another incommunicable attribute. The Lord has no beginning or end. He is not confined by any spatial limitations. He is infinite, existing without boundaries, and His knowledge, acts, and presence cannot be limited. Psalm 147.5 Great is our Lord in abundant power. His understanding is beyond measure. Okay, hopefully this has been a helpful introduction. It's uh, kind of an overview of what we're about to look at, but I think it, uh, it kind of supplements well um, the video we're about to see with Dr. Sproul. So let's watch our video, and then we'll do our overview and questions. All right, what did you all think of the video? Good. Yeah, thought it was very good, very helpful. Let's go through our review sheet together. Okay, incommunicable attributes. Introduction. One of the most important aspects we are concerned with in our study of the doctrine of God is an understanding of his attributes. Here we look at the difference between the communicable and the incommunicable attributes of God and the <clears throat> practical ramifications these attributes have upon our lives. Overview. In order to identify someone, we look for traits and <clears throat> combine these traits are the person's attributes. God is also identified by his attributes, but his are broken into two groups. Communicable attributes are those which are also found in humans, only to a lesser degree. Incommunicable attributes are those which are only found in God alone. What are God's incommunicable attributes? Can God create another God? No, this new God would not be independent or uncreated. So there are attributes that God cannot transfer from himself. The simplicity of God means God is complete in all his attributes. God's being is very different from ours. God is supreme and independent. Humans are entirely dependent on God. What God creates, God sustains. Who caused God? Don't err in your understanding of the law of causality. God cannot be self-creating, but God is self-existent. Aseity is the self-existence of God. God, being self-existent and supreme, deserves our worship and all. So let's look at our questions and answers. The idea of something being self-existent is what? It's a rational possibility, as he talked about the logic of it. Although God cannot transfer his incommunicable attributes to humans, could he transfer them to create another God? No. We looked at that. 
When theologians speak of God as transcendent, what do they mean? Is God is a higher order of being than other beings. When we argued against the existence of God, what law did John Stuart Mill misunderstand? That was the law of causality. Remember he talked about only effects have to have a cause. Not everything has to have a cause. What does it mean to say that God is simple? God is not made up of parts. When we distinguish him from his creatures, what do we call God, the supreme being? All right, our discussion questions. Uh, what are some examples of God's communicable attributes? Thoughts there? Examples? Remember, communicable means those attributes which he can pass along to his creatures, at least to a lesser degree. So what attributes does man share in common with God? <laughs> you guys are talkative bunch. All right, how about we start the other way? Let's look at incommunicable attributes. Can you give some examples of those? Attributes of God that he cannot impart to his creatures? Eternal. Holy. Eternality, holiness. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Any others? Maybe omnipotence, right? Omniscience, immutability. So we can think of several, right? Several that uh, attributes God cannot impart to humans or his creatures. Um, but just thinking, what what could he impart? Well, he, he made us um, made us thinking creatures, right? Cognitive. I mean, we have the ability to think. Very imperfectly, but we have the ability to think. Okay, in what way is God simple? What does it mean by God is simple? God is not made up of parts. Right, he's not made up of parts, which means when we talk about his attributes, you know, what, is it, what does that mean? Well, he's like character traits. Like blue eyes, blonde hair. Right. So to say he's not, not made up of parts, like he's not partially holy and, and partially immutable and partially all-powerful, and that makes up a whole, right? Yeah. No, he's You're not he, separate from each other. He, yeah, he, like he's all-powerful, he's all-holy, he's you all... You can't take one away and leave the rest. Right, so he's 100% every one of his attributes, right? And, that, and that's what they mean by simple, it's not a, a combination it's more of a listing of who he is. All right, in what ways are God and man fundamentally different? Because as human beings were created dependent and conditional, God is supreme being, which means that um, his being upholds our being and he's the 
can do it. That way he's not dependent on anything or anyone else. Right, yeah. Man is definitely dependent. We are dependent upon God for our very existence and to sustain our, our being. Yeah. Um, whereas God is entirely independent. He depends on nothing. Uh, nothing is required for him to, to be or to sustain himself or to create because he was never created. Okay, what does aseity mean and why is it important? I think I heard a couple of you saying that was a, a new word for you. Um, so what does it mean? To have an existence in and of himself. <coughs> yeah. Self-existent. Self-existent. Yeah, exactly. And what? <coughs> so that word um, applies applies to whom? Only God. Only God, yeah. right? <laughs> Only God. Yeah, that's a very short list. <laughs> right. Why why is that important, especially you know, in, in today's world when people don't even really understand who God is? Why is a seity important? Well, I hadn't heard this argument about God creating another God before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, how did you say it? Well, it just came out. Right. So I'm assuming, like, oh, there must be a contingent of folks that think that that must be so. Mm. <clears throat> I guess. Yeah. And I, I think he, he broke down Wells' argument on why um, you can't get something from nothing, right? So if, mm. if anything exists now, then something had to always exist. Um, and that, therefore, that requires at least one thing or one being was eternal and always existed. Otherwise, we'd have nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, well, like even God couldn't have been a God; He's still created. Right, right. Even God can't create God. You know, it's funny. Um, what what was that childhood game we always used to play? You know, God God is all powerful; therefore, God can do anything. And then we make up this situation. Well, what if God, you know, made made a force that that can't is moving and can't be stopped? And then God made a wall that can stop anything and then what happens right <laughs> we just do these silly little games <laughs> so uh, it's a similar thing well what if god made himself or what if god made another god you know <laughs> um, fun little games we would play as kids but uh, god god can never do something that's outside his own character right so i don't remember how he said it it's like he couldn't make Escapes me. Could make himself because he he would not have to have been in the first place or something like that. Forget how he said it. it Yeah, yeah. He he can't make himself because he he'd have to have existed before he made himself. (laughs) So it's like, like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Got a little bit of a loop problem there. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah, does not work. Well, overall, what, what did you think? Was this a, a helpful section to study here? I felt like it was. Any, uh, any thoughts or comments before we wrap it up? Yeah, he kind of wrapped it up with that. Well, if God is is self-existent and supreme. He certainly deserves our worship. Man is wired to worship, and we worship a lot of things in this world. 
And yet, for some reason, we forget to worship our very creator. <laughs> or like the basketball player. He was yeah, he, yeah, he reference the basketball player. Go Astros. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're getting personal. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it's true. We, we, uh, we celebrate so many temporary things, and yet we don't celebrate our eternal God enough. Mm. All right, well... Arthur, do you mind closing us in prayer? Not at all. <clears throat> Father God, we are in awe of you, Lord. And, <clears throat> and we do worship you, Lord. Absolutely worthy of our worship and our awe. And we thank you so much for bringing us together tonight to, um, to learn exactly what it means uh, of your attributes and everything else. And Lord, I pray that we can uh, keep these things in our mind and our hearts as we Go on out and just just remember that <clears throat> you are the true and one God, Lord. And, um, we pray that you get us all home safely. Bless our week that's coming up and uh, keep us safe and sound until we meet again to worship you on Sunday. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Sorry. Thank you, guys.